Sophie Hardy and the Changeling Hybrid by M.R. Dale. Narrated by Leona Hall. Chapter 28. Not Got Long. The ground shook, Mythical screamed, and even Desmeralda, who had maintained calm throughout the whole speech and the question she had faced, seemed to be caught off guard. All around the portal, a huge crack had appeared in the ground, and the edges of the portal were now shaking violently. It looks like it's breaking, Clara surmised. Sophie couldn't disagree with her, but Clara had spoken loudly enough to make herself heard by the row of ogres in front of her, who, upon hearing the opinion of what they considered to be a changeling, began to run straight towards the now quivering oval shape, desperate to escape earth before something terrible befell it. Their lumbering clomps were heard by all around them, and before Desmeralda knew it, nobody was waiting around to listen to what she had to say any more. They all wanted a way out. Seeing the trouble that this was undoubtedly going to cause, Desmeralda disappeared from the centre of the horde and reappeared in front of the disbanded crowd, hovering about six feet in the air in front of the portal. She waved her hands in a circular motion and immediately all the creatures stopped as their path was blocked by a blue beam of fire. The mythicals were not getting out before Desmeralda had said her piece. Nobody leaves until my son is here with me, Desmeralda demanded. Not a soul steps off this world until I know that he is safe. I will not leave here until he is by my side. The three girls all turned to look at Kingsley. By now, they were virtually on their own in the same place they had stood in the crowd. All the mythicals had dashed over to the portal. The four of them would have stood out a mile for their lack of movement had there not been such a panic in the crowd of mythicals. What do we do now? Yasmin asked. Sophie thought hard. If they gave Kingsley to Desmeralda, then they would never see him or her ever again, and Earth according to Desmeralda, would be faced with an oncoming doom that they knew next to nothing about. Stay quiet, and Desmeralda would leave thousands of innocent humans and mythicals on Earth when they didn't want to be, as the chances of her finding Kingsley at scope were slim to none. The answer came to her. Kingsley, do you trust me? Sophie asked, devising something simple, but having nothing else to work with. Kingsley nodded. Stay here. I know it's your mum, and you'll be able to go with her, but not yet, she continued. I don't want to go with that, Kingsley snapped, pointing at the figure hovering in front of the portal, encased in a circle of blue flames, standing menacingly, not letting anyone through. It was kind of understandable why he didn't see Desmeralda as his mum right now. My mum was taken from me ten years ago. That is not my mother. My mother would help in any fight, not run away, and work in the background away from the fighting. She has the powers. Look at her. She would stay and help everyone and anyone that needed it. I just want my mum back. But she clearly cares for you and loves you. Look what she's doing to help you, Yasmin butted in. She's willing to risk all these others just to save you. Kingsley shook his head. What are you planning on doing? Clara asked. Sophie just smiled and shrugged as the basics of a very risky plan continued to form. It wasn't the sort of thing that one of the good girls would try. It was risky and relied on Sophie being believed in a lie she was going to have to tell. But, as she had found out in the last few days, she seemed to be believable even when she was lying. So she thought she would chance it as she had nothing better. The changeling disguises were starting to wear off all four of them and their avatars were returning to their normal selves. Clara messaged Miss Sissons to ask her to reinstall the fake appearance but there was no response. Once Sophie had completely turned back, 
She zoned out and zoned her avatar back right in front of the near-desperate crowd, directly under Desmerelda's nose. I know where he is, Sophie said, looking up at Desmerelda from below in an eerily unnerving manner and trying to appear as confident and innocent as she could in the lie she was about to tell. Desmerelda wasn't looking directly beneath her, and so her gaze had to be drawn towards the voice that she heard. She lowered herself from her hover and looked down. Sophie now got a full face-to-face view of what Desmerelda had become. Drool hung from the corner of her mouth. Her right shoulder was hunched where the left one fell. Warts and pus dominated her face, and the veins in her forehead looked like they were trying to escape. All the books and talks she had had with her dad over the years couldn't have prepared her for the vile-looking creature that stood in front of her now. As Desmerelda continued to lower, her breath hung in the air and a hand reached out for Sophie, which gripped hold of her hard-like body. You, Desmerelda said. You lied. You haven't got long, have you? Sophie asked, coming across as cocky. Desmerelda seemed to get angry, but then quickly put a lid on the anger. No, if we are going to escape this world, then we have to go soon. We can only hold a portal this size open for so long, and once it closes, it will be impossible to open again without support from both sides. Then you need to listen to me, Sophie replied. I can give you Kingsley. Back in the huddle of three, Kingsley was tempted to shout, but something held him back. He trusted Sophie and wanted to see where she was going with this. Then give him to me, Desmerelda insisted. No, You need to do two things for me, Sophie demanded. Two things and he's yours. Quite taken aback by having such a demand issued to her by a ten-year-old, Desmerelda aimed one of her blue blasts at Sophie, but it just went straight through and hit an ogre that was at the front of the mob behind Sophie. Sophie simply shrugged. You can't hurt me, you know that, Sophie said softly. You have no time and no other choice. Let these people through if they want to leave. Let them. Desmerelda let out an angry scream. If she wanted to see Kingsley, then this girl was giving her no other choice. With the little time she had left, there was no decision to be made. Behind Sophie, murmurs of intrigue had broken out and a few mythicals were still in shock at seeing the ogre disappear. The portal hadn't shaken at all since the large cracks in the grounds had appeared a few minutes ago and people wanted to hear what the young human girl had to say. They had never had a human stand up for them before, but here was one who they had never met, trying to help them. With a heavy heart, Desmerelda circled her arms again and the blue flame disappeared. A few creatures stepped forward and went around Sophie and Desmerelda to jump through the portal, but most stayed behind Sophie. Show me him, Desmerelda insisted. Sophie nodded and pointed back towards her group of friends. Yasmin was waving frantically so that everyone knew where to look. All the mythicals turned to see and then turned back to Desmerelda and Sophie. He's there, Sophie continued in her unbelievably calm manner, but I will make him disappear again if you don't grant my next wish. Desmerelda looked beyond the crowd and caught sight of three children, all in lilac uniforms, and could tell, even from where she was, that one of them was Kingsley, but something fell off about him. However, Desmerelda wrote that off as how desperate she was feeling. What else do you want? a beaten Desmerelda asked. Help us, Sophie replied. If there is some oncoming catastrophe heading for this world, then help us. Desmerelda just smiled and shook her head. Little girl, she can't be stopped. She's coming for this planet and everything on it. Nothing will stand in her way of betterment. Just ask any of the aliens here right now. 
Desmeralda gestured, and many aliens who had joined the ranks of mythicals trying to escape simply nodded in agreement with her. There must be something we can do, Sophie said, and for the first time sounded a bit desperate. Your children give you an advantage, Desmeralda said. The way you and your friends have handled yourselves has been something she would love, but won't be expecting. There just aren't enough of you your age to make a difference. Your adults have ruined it. Then help us do something, Sophie asked, almost pleading with Desmeralda. Anything I do to help will have great consequences, Desmeralda said, urging Sophie to see that it wasn't as simple as just helping. Will anyone get hurt? Sophie asked. By my actions? Not physically, Desmeralda replied. In the battle to come? More than likely. Then do it, Sophie ordered. Do what you can to help Earth and your son can go with you. Desmeralda took her gaze off Kingsley and looked Sophie square in the eye. Are you sure? There will be some who do not like what I do, but once it is done, there is no going back, and you will eventually understand how it will help you in your battle. Sophie appealed to Miss Sissons for advice, but still, none came. Where could she have gone? Yasmin and Clara both sent Sophie a message saying to get Desmeralda to do whatever she could to help. Do it, Sophie asked. Desmeralda held out her hands and she was joined by other changelings who formed a huge circle around the portal and the mythicals. Some chanting began and before Sophie could even register what was happening, every single changeling had lifted their heads and blue energy was flying into the sky like it had done out of Kingsley's chests and hands when he was lying on the playground, but this time it seemed to be infinitely more powerful. Sophie watched aghast as the energy hit the sky and shot out in every direction. Blues, pinks and purples danced through the sky. Bolts of electricity shot across the blackness. All the mythicals standing behind Sophie couldn't quite believe what they were seeing. Sophie continued to look on, avid. The chanting got louder and the pulses of lightning got more violent. Every single changeling was now glowing blue and their heads were all arched up at the sky and the chanting continued to grow. What's happening? Clara asked anyone who was listening. Yaz, get back to scope and see if you can use that map to find anything out, Sophie instructed. Immediately, Yasmin disappeared and got onto the radio to tell them what she'd found. Nothing is changing from what I can see, she shouted. Nobody is being spirited away, Sophie asked, very confused. Population is the same, Yasmin replied. What's she doing then? Clara asked. Don't know, but whatever that energy is in the air, it has gone all over the planet and must be doing something. Yasmin concluded. A few seconds later and the sky began to return to the normal, albeit not for that time of day, colour of black. The changelings each lowered their heads and every single one of them had returned to how they had been before Desmeralda had transformed. There were women of all sizes, shapes, ages and colours and each of them let go of the hand of the one next to them. Anything? Sophie asked, aiming her question primarily at Yasmin. Nothing is showing as any different on the implant scanner, she replied. Sophie looked at Desmeralda, who had now returned to her normal human self, clearly having exhausted all her changeling powers for now. What did you do? I helped, replied Desmeralda, who was looking not at Sophie, but over Sophie's shoulder for Kingsley. But, Sophie began, Desmeralda stopped looking for Kingsley and looked Sophie dead in the eye. I trusted you. Now give me my son so that we can leave. I have made a difference for you. I warned you that not many people will like it, but we have done as you instructed. Now, let us go in peace with my son before I do something that nobody will thank you for. Sophie wanted to ask, done what? 
as she still didn't understand what it was that Desmerelda and the changelings had done, but she decided quite quickly that Desmerelda wasn't going to be messed with again and quickly turned away from her and spoke to Yasmin. How quickly can you get him here? Sophie asked. Not quickly enough, came Yasmin's rather blunt response. I told you, I don't know how these cars work and that portal isn't going to last that long. So what are we going to do? Sophie asked. No idea. You made a promise that you can't keep. You lied to her, Yasmin replied, again, not being very helpful. Sophie beckoned forward Clara and Avatar Kingsley. Cautiously, they stepped forward and the crowd of mythicals parted to two sides to make an aisle for them to walk up. About halfway there, though, the portal became extremely volatile again and all the mythical creatures on either side made a run for it. Every changeling stood either one side or the other of it to make a funnel for the now hurtling mythicals to run up. A few at a time, the creatures leapt through the portal. Clara and Kingsley had no idea where they were ending up, but they began to stagger their way forward, and Esmeralda and Sophie ran towards them against the flow of the mad dash. The last of the mythicals which had chosen to stampede overtook Clara and Kingsley, which gave Sophie and Esmeralda a clear run to them. The pair stopped just short of them, and as Desmerelda went to hug Kingsley, he put his hands up to stop her. I'm not coming, he said sharply. Desmerelda looked shocked. What? she asked, not believing what she was hearing. You don't know what you're saying. Come with me. Desmerelda leant forward to take Kingsley by the arm, but he stepped back to avoid her grip. No, he reaffirmed. I have to stay here and help. For the first time, I feel accepted. I love that we finally met. But without you, I can think clearly and be the person I want to be. What will we do once we step through there? We'd survive, Desmerelda replied, a tear already in her eye as she could see that her son's mind wasn't for changing. Will your voice still be in my head if I go through? Kingsley asked, thinking he already knew the answer. Desmerelda just nodded. She couldn't lie to the most important person in her life. I have to stay and help here. I have these powers and I have to use them in whatever way I can to help people, Kingsley explained to his heartbroken mother. Sophie went and stood next to Clara, behind Kingsley, to watch Desmerelda's reaction and hope that she bought it all and could see Kingsley's point of view. The last of the mythicals leapt through the portal and the three children, Desmerelda and two lines of changelings were left out in the open as the portal began to flicker into lifelessness. I have to stay. You have to go. Kingsley said, in one last effort to persuade her to leave him. These six weeks have been amazing, but also petrifying. We've been hunted, attacked and moved here, there and everywhere. I need to stay put for now. Can you come and get me when this is all over? Desmerelda shrugged. The reason we have to go now is that the changelings won't open the portal once Condonel has arrived. I can try and convince the occupants of the underworld to fight alongside you, but you will have to be incredible to get them on side. They will probably say that we can come and get you if you beat her, but until then... Desmerelda nodded and the changelings turned towards the portal and started to make their way through it. Before the first one jumped through, Desmerelda raised her hand to get them to stand still. To a woman, they did. What else can you tell us about Condonar? Sophie asked, not wanting to interrupt the emotional moment, but realising she didn't have a choice. Look to the stars and just push yourself to be the best version you can be, Desmerelda replied, not taking her eyes off Kingsley. Clara whispered, is she being deliberately vague? Desmerelda reached out to Kingsley, and Kingsley stepped forward. She went to hug him to say goodbye, and the girl smiled. 
knowing they had a great ally in Kingsley in the potential battle that they had coming their way. A tear ran down Kingsley's face and one ran down Desmerelda's, but as the two went to hug, Desmerelda's hand went straight through him. The Sophie Hardy saga was written and produced by M.R. Dale and narrated and produced by Leona Hall. If you enjoyed it and would like to continue to follow the adventures of Sophie and her friends in coming episodes, then please subscribe through one of the many podcast providers out there. The links for each of these can be found on our website. If you require more information, visit our many social media channels, or if you would like to purchase a copy of the book, then be sure to check out our website, www.sophiehardysaga.com. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoy.